Ignacioson. So welcome to the latest SWN podcast. I am joined, uh, I should introduce myself, my name is Billy. Uh, I am joined by the man of glam himself, Zach Leon. It's on the t-shirt. He's got the merch <laughs> and everything. He's well prepared for this. Um, so hello, how are you doing Zach? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Bit of a, a busy, busy day today. Um, working the, the shoot job, as it were, and then then hereafter. But good day overall. How about yourself? I am. I'm not the same. Pretty much the same. Doing the old uh, uh, job that actually pays the bills and preparing for this. I say prepare. Just making <laughs> sure the camera works. That's pretty much all my preparation for these interviews, uh, which could be a detriment or, or could be could be the best thing that happens. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll soon find out. Um, so for those that are unaware, who is the Man of Glam? Uh, well, Man of Glam is a guy based in Forfar who absolutely loves to rock and roll. Um, uh, been wrestling now, it was 2015, I think I kind of started. So yeah, about, about five years I've been in, involved in wrestling. Um, and I just absolutely love it, really. Excellent. So I've seen you wrestle live, in person. Uh, it was when uh, United Pro Wrestling came to Bucket. Yes. So <laughs> I, I've actually seen you wrestle uh, live. Um, and I've, I've, I, I was one of those guys that, that didn't really get the Man of Glam thing because I was just watching clips and videos and stuff like that. But mm. when, I, when I saw you actually wrestle live and, and saw the, your crowd interaction, I, I got it from that point. So um, you're definitely a showman. Um, yes, I, I like to, I love to show off and get the crowd on side or, or against me, depending on what I'm doing. Absolutely. Um, so we're speaking UPW, we as well just start with them. Um, so so they, didn't, they were, didn't last long. They were here for about a year, year and a half. Um, I think that's about right, yeah. So you had a couple of shows with them. What were your memories working with United Pro? Oh, it was, it was good. I mean, I really enjoyed it. They were always super nice to me and I, I always enjoyed being there. Um, I even enjoyed the drives up. I got to, to drive up with some good dudes as well, um, like Ian Ambrose, uh, Felix Fortune, um, a, lot, a lot of good good car rides up there and back. Uh, Alex Webb as well. Um, so yeah, it was good getting up there as well. It was a completely different crowd um, from what I'd been used to up to that point. And it was a nice experience because when you, you wrestle the same place for so long, you know, they just know you. And it takes a lot less work to get a crowd who knows you to kind of react the way you're expecting them to. Um, oh. and, and the first match I had there, I kind of worked that out, you know. Um, I was going to kind of do my, my stuff I'd gotten used to, and I was like, come on. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was genuinely a really good experience. And um, yeah, I think my best match I had there was the tag team match I had. Um, and then we actually got voted for UPWs. I mean, like I say, it was a, you said it's short-lived, unfortunately. Um, but we got voted for their, their match of the year in that, in that tag match. And that was with uh, the bad boy. I always get his name wrong. Uh, Riley Adams. So I'm sorry if I do, but Riley Adams or Adam Riley. <laughs> R Riley Adams. And the Adams yeah. King, Chris Lamb. And... I think it was Tyler. I feel really bad for saying it was Tyler something. He was brand new at the time. Uh, Tyler um, Reed, I think it was. Yes, Tyler Reed. So it was me and Tyler Reed in our, in our first kind of match together in a tag team. Um, his, his, I think it was his first match. Um, and, and you know what? Uh, the bad boy and the king, always fun to work against, make things very easy. 
and uh, it was it was a good match. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, there there were there were two guys that again I'd never seen before until you still there. I'm, I'm yeah. still here. That's fine. Um, yeah, you froze for a minute. I got oh, about what it was. <laughs> um, I was doing my best uh, Drax impression, just staying still <laughs> invisible. Um, so yeah, there, there were two guys that I saw again for the first time when I saw Unite Pro Wrestling on the bucket, um, and you could see that it was just a shame that it didn't last long at all because when I saw them the first time, they weren't great. Um, they didn't, didn't didn't do character. They didn't get people involved, but the last one I saw them in, they had it all. They clicked it. Mm-hmm. They had, it's just a shame that um, that was kind of the, the end of it. Um, so speaking of, of, of favourite matches, just going to go all over the place. We'll, we'll speak about yeah, your, how you start your career at some point near the end, probably. Um, so you, you, matches, you had your match a year there with United Pro Wrestling. Um, what's been some of your favourite matches in general in the few, last five years? Quite a few. Um, I think uh, there's a couple of them I had in Dundee. Um, in fact, my first favourite match uh, was uh, I was in a feud with uh, Alex Webb, and we had this. It was my first hardcore match. I think it was his first as well. And you know, we just we told this great story, kind of lining up to it. Um, which, to be fair, we only had that story really because Felix Fortune um, kind of pitched the idea. Um, from where it all kind of started and it kind of gave us somewhere naturally to go um, so, so we got into this match, hardcore match and we're you know really laying it into each other uh, first time I'd really got hit by a chair in a match as well and you know that, that stuff hurts <laughs> um, I think I got Death Valley drivered through too as well so you know going for it um, and it was just the, the sheer emotion of the story of the you know your first tag team partner the first guy you trust in wrestling and turned his back on me for an opportunity that he didn't even get in the end and uh, you know really kind of fighting tooth and nail for it and um, that was probably definitely my first favourite match. Um, and my next one and I think to date this is probably just etched out as my actual best match. Um, it was myself against Mr Charles Crowley who came up from England. Um, I hadn't really spoken to each much before, that, uh, much before it but there was really something there between me and Crowley, like the, the chemistry. Um, he's a great showman as well. Um, and I think even characters alone, you know, there's a lot in that ring. Um, and then you take the kind of wrestlers that we are as well. And that night we just kind of made proper magic in the ring. Um, just everything just went right, you know, the, the, the way you're, you're, you're coming at it, the timing, the, the whole thing, like just definitely clicked and he's definitely someone that I'd like to beat again in the future. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I'm sure he'll, he'll be uh, glad to, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's, by the way, open invitation. I don't care if it's Scotland, England, Ireland, wherever it is, just you know, book the match, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, um, that was, um, was why when I saw announced, um, like, like you're saying, the characters just seem to, it seemed to be like, um, you're the man of glam. He's the the great showman. It seemed to be that that uh, like collision course between two very similar characters. So um, I think it might still be online for the time being. So I might try and try and check it out as soon as yeah, I can. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere. I think I'm pretty sure I've got like a highlights video or something like that on um, on my Facebook page. Uh, exactly on wrestles on Facebook. Um, so if you want to see some of the highlights, you can see it there. Um, yeah, a little plug. Why not? <laughs> Um, 
And I think probably the most recent favourite match I have um, was when I watched my, won my first championship at Dundee uh, from Ken Caden. Um, again, a really good story behind that, I thought. Um, I unfortunately had gone on a bit of a losing streak uh, and Ken was not on a losing streak. He was doing very well. But close friends, you know. Um, time kind of withered away and... I'll say I may not have acted in the best light and low blowed him a couple of times. Anyway, uh, you know, the match itself was great. It was a, a submission only match and I don't think I'll ever be able to forget just how loud that crowd was booing me by the end of it. Um, that was first moment for me to really have that kind of full blown, full on hate you reaction. And um, at the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, well, I've still got the championship, so, you know. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you know you've done your job, right? I mean, yeah, if, that, that if was... you're a reaction either way, that's, that's the one you want. If you've just low-blowed someone several times, you want that big boo at the end. And yeah. if you don't, then what's the point kind of thing? Yeah, um, I mean, in, in this match, and I kind of said it there, I, I low-blowed him, it was a turn, uh, when I first turned heel in this feud. And then in the, the final match we actually had, um, it was a submission-only match, so um, I eventually managed to catch him. He's, he's, that's one thing I'll say about Ken as well, he's a really good technical wrestler, and someone that I get better for wrestling. You know, uh, I think he kind of makes me elevate that part of my game. So, managing to catch him and, and, and make him pass out, you know, definitely a good one for me. Um, am I right in thinking there's there's a very interesting story between you and, and Ken Caden um, that used to be friends and then reunited? Um, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do, spoil it at my end if, if it's your story, uh, but I'm sure there's something between you. Yeah, that. well, I mean, that, that is a good story. It's actually one of the, the, the better things that's happened to me in wrestling was being able to reconnect with them. Uh, we originally were friends, but obviously before the, the crazy world of wrestling. Um, we kind of met in our mid-early teens type of thing, you know, 15, 16 type of thing. Um, got along really well. We, we kind of worked some stuff together. Um, just, again, he, he's always been a good guy, so it was easy to get along with him. And uh, I don't know what this will say. I don't know how this will change people's opinion of me, but we were actually uh, in a, a theatre group together. And, uh, There's your showman side, that, that all yeah, makes well, sense. I don't want to brag, and I'm going to, but uh, <laughs> it was my first and only production that I did. It was uh, The Snow Queen, and uh, I got the lead role. So obviously I've always kind of been drawn to that that um, so showmanship crap. side of things. So were you the Snow, were you the snow Queen? Uh, I wanted to be, but uh, unfortunately <laughs> some got me that role. So I got to be Kai, the lead male. So ah, right. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it's not a story I'm familiar with. Although I think is 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 like Frozen kind of based off it or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so is Kai Kristoff or? No, but well, there's quite a lot of adaptations <laughs> to that story. Essentially, basically, the story goes: this, there's you know these two uh, lovers love each other type of thing. Snow Queen comes along, takes control of Kai and takes him away and it's the heroine's journey to go and kind of free him and save him ah, um, cool. that was good but yeah so we, we we did that and we were good friends for a while and then you know as life does sometimes it just separates you um 10 years later or something like that you know I'm, I'm, i think it's my second or third match wrestling uh first 
no, third tag match, fifth match or something like that. Anyway, very early in my career. And I find out, and I didn't find out until quite late in the game anyway, that he was going to be my tag team partner. But no, no one ever called him by like his real name. It was always, but back then he was Kenny Kidd. Right, um, and I was always like, okay, cool. I assume he's a decent wrestler, right? You know, kind of recognised him from his pictures, but you know, he had a lot more beard in these pictures than I was used to seeing him with. <laughs> so I was like, is it? And then I saw him, and it was so it was, it was great getting to reunite with him. And since then, we've gotten to be really, really good friends again. So that's been been a really good thing for me. And until uh, you love Odom, of course. Um, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> friendships have its ups and downs. But I'm sure we'll work it out. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's winning your first championship. Let's, of course, because there's a structure to this, we're going to go right back to the start. Um, so, so what what got you into wrestling? What was your what was your what was the moment that, as I say in most of my interviews, got you hooked? You know, it's weird because everyone seems to have these very specific moments. Like I remember seeing this match at this show or, or things like that. I don't really have that specific, this is what hooked me. I, I just remember when I was a kid and I was watching wrestling and I can't tell you any specific match or show or anything like that. But I remember watching it whenever I got the chance and just thinking it was just the, the coolest thing to see. Like these, these bigger than life characters just smacking the life out of each other for, for these championships and these great stories that totally suckered me in. Um, and just kind of seeing the whole way everything got put to, together to make something. And the characters, especially back then, they were very um, larger than life for everything else I was seeing, you know, or anything like that. I had very limited TV I could watch. So, you know, compared to like my mum making me watch EastEnders half the time, like seeing these guys come in and just being these giant six foot five super muscly men throwing each other around and being like super athletic it just always had my attention much more than anything else did like you say it could, could be anything like you say it was just, just it, it, all the, the the people get thrown about i mean mine the reason i got hooked or the moment that got me hooked was um the undertaker burning Vince McMahon's teddy bear <laughs> in an inferno match that was that was the bit so it could literally be edited, yeah, that's the bit. And then, <laughs> and then you watch uh, Heat on Channel 4 at 6 o'clock after The Simpsons. That was like my mm. my wrestling journey. So who are your favourites growing up then? Who's, who's the guys that you're like, when you're watching them getting thrown about going, that's my guy? Uh, man, I had a few. Like, I, I think my top two were always like, that battle between Stone Cold or The Rock. But like, I had a lot of guys that I really, really like cheered for. So like... Um, there was there was Edge and Christian as my favourite tag team, but I obviously still like the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys. And then there was guys like you know um, Edge when he went singles, and then there was Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, um, and then there was again the other side of it as well, like the Undertaker, Kane, Big Show. I think I thought it was really strange because back then there's so many guys that seemed to be you know at the top, or at least from my perspective, were at the top. And I just loved all of them, and they were all so different from each other, but still in that same same place, you know? Like, if, I mean, even just taking a look at, like, Kurt Angle to Kane to The Rock to Stone Cold. Like, four incredibly different characters. But in this one environment, I just loved the whole thing. I mean, I've been watching through, like, 2000 to 2002 Raws, and you're right. It was just, I'm, I'm getting the evasion, so it's... Um, for me, amazing. But it, it's all these, all these different characters. Everyone's got a, a thing. Everyone's got uh, a unique move set. I mean, nowadays it's a little bit more. Everyone could do kind of the same moves. Um, yeah, just don't do that one move. Yeah, pretty much. That yeah. one move. 
But don't do that one, and you can do the rest. You'd all the flippy doodles, but don't do that. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. That, that I mean, again, I'm assuming that that kind of builds into your character. I mean, I know I said it was similar to to Charles Crowley's, but uh, it's it's very much unique to I would say Scotland. I don't think there's anyone else doing your character right now. Uh, the man of glam. I thought I think of and I, and I spend most of my time thinking about Scottish wrestling. So. It's, it's actually a funny story about the, the character thing. Um, back when I first started wrestling, I actually trained with W3L. Um, and I got there a bit because of two guys, Nathan Reynolds and, and Kevin Williams. Um, and it was stupid as well. I hate to kind of get annoyed at myself at this. I always wanted to get into wrestling. I started it when I was like 26. But I was always like, how can I get into wrestling? And as I grew up, I kind of thought to myself, well, it's not something you can do here. You know, I'd never heard of any schools. I, you, I think the only British wrestlers you saw was like the British Bulldog. And, you know, the occasional guy, but like, oh, he's living in America. That's how he's able to do that. I have a very closed world at this point. Um, and I kind of like, hits me one day. Wait a minute. I know Nathan Reynolds. Nathan Reynolds, a wrestler. And Kevin Williams, a wrestler. They could probably get me in a wrestling if I wanted to. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that took way too sounds. long. <laughs> <laughs> so it took way too long for that penny to drop, but you know, I got into it and um, I would say particularly Kevin Williams has been a huge um, helpful driving force, a guy who's uh, put his neck out for me, um, kind of gave me opportunities, so I'm super grateful for that. Um, got myself totally derailed there. Um, and I've totally lost my train of thought, so I apologise about that. But That's all right. I've, I've done exactly the same. I, I was in the middle of a thought and then was trailing away until you saved me, so it's, it's absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, so WTL, uh, again, a company. Again, I've, I've, seen, I've seen Nathan Reynolds, and, and Kevin Williams is, is actually one of the guys that, that I I would say was one of my friends or one of my closer acquaintances in the wrestling world. Uh, so it's great to, see, to hear those guys were uh, eventually part of your journey to, to starting this, this, this whole wrestling thing. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. Oh, right, back. Yeah. It was about character. Yes. Um, so the, my original characters, I had two ideas, vastly different from, from who I ended up being. Um, part of working there, I did quite a lot of work with uh, uh, Luke Aldridge, as he's known now as well. He was he was really good to help uh, when I began, and he's gone over some stuff with me going forward. I've always been fun to work with. Um, I kind of thought, like, okay, how can I get into this? I'm, you know, I'm a few months into training. I'm, I'm really eager to kind of get somewhere. Like, I need to start thinking about character. So I'd kind of thought about being this like this bootlicking Scotsman because back when he was Lucian Maynard Smythe, and he was all about the English thing. Yeah. So I was like, why not just like, well, here's an idea. How about I be this bootlicking, you know, Scottish guy who thinks no, the place for the Scots to be is under the the English boot type of thing because that that will annoy people plenty. Yes. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> but that that didn't really work out. Um, and then the other idea I had was like, and I, this kind of I got carried away with this one. It was a completely different name, Dr. Jack Morgan. And it would be this, this crazed scientist guy who, who thought he was super intelligent, but was actually an idiot. Um, and I had, a, I had a lab coat that had Dr. Jack Morgan on it. I had these big, like, industrial rubber, rubber gloves and the blackout goggles. So, um, it's, so it sounds very similar to the character in Despicable Me, then, the doctor from that with the big goggles and that. And Kind of, kind of, and, and as much as look goes, um, like that. I had quite longer hair at the time, so I don't like frizzed up, so it looked like I'd been electrocuted. <laughs> so I've ended up in a very different place. Could, could so, would, would there have been like 
contraptions to try and, and bamboozle and, and trap wrestlers and yeah, I mean, I'm loving this character, by the way. So, uh, if yeah, you need like, to do I mean, an alter ego, the, the idea was they'd try and come up with traps in, in like segments, and they'd all fail. And I would blame everybody else but myself. And um, there, there would be, I think, I'd be really smart. And I'd ask the like, the idea was to like ask someone a math question, interrupt them, and tell them the answer. But my answer is actually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, just some some stupid fun stuff, you know. Um, but well, I struggled to see. Yeah, I struggled to stay in character as that one, even just kind of like doing stuff with myself. I'd always kind of like slip out. Um, so then I thought, right, okay, let's really have a think about the things that make me me. I tried to think about the things far enough that I had to tone down, like whilst at work and whilst needing to not draw too much attention, if you know what I mean. Like, so rather than being wild and, and, and walking and like covered in scarves and, and my eyeliner and, um, like listening to my, my, my glam metal music like really loud. I said, okay, well, that's some stuff I like. Let's kind of run with this. Um, I think Kevin Williams is again someone I spoke to about the idea. Um, him, him and I think Nathan Reynolds kind of spoke to this and a few other people, and then it kind of really kind of helped it take form. Well, they, they say the best characters are the ones that's yourself turned up to eleven, um, mm -hmm. which is perfect when when you when you're glam rocker kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, it, it really fits into that that idea. Um, okay, so so that's I guess character sorted. We've we've done how you started. Um, we've we've got your favourites. Try and mental checklist of what we've got. Um, so we've done your favourite matches for yourself. For ones you take inspiration to, or ones that you would maybe watch again and again and go favourite match. What 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 would they be? Uh, it doesn't have to not involving yourself. Just anything else out there. Just just anyone. Yeah. I mean. It's kind of weird. Again, like I have a lot of wrestlers that I really enjoy watching, and I have some matches, but like I, I can't watch the same match too much, and um, and it's not because like I don't enjoy it, and um, it's kind of weird. It's like I can watch a match maybe five or six times, and then I'm like, okay, I feel like I've really enjoyed this, but I don't want to watch it any more than that. Really, it's just this thing that kind of clicks. Like you're done, move on. Um, but there are certain wrestlers that I like to watch, like regardless of whether it's like their best match or their next, you know, or just their next match. Um, and it's just kind of like, I kind of like to pick and choose, like Ken Caden, for example, he's got me watching more New Japan res pro wrestling than what I used to watch. Um, Ian Ambrose got me watching lots of uh, NXT before it became the new brand, you know. Um, and I, I kind of catching those ones really kind of caught my attention. So like really it was the show that I like to watch um, with the style of wrestling that happened there rather than the specific wrestlers. Okay. So like again, it's like I'm not. It's weird. I'm not really been like a particular one person watcher. Like I like to watch the group. It's always been more for the group for me. Like my character itself takes uh, inspiration from like Chris Jericho, Edge, and um, Tyler Breeze. Oh yeah, so it's quite quite a mix you've got there, and, and um, I can definitely make you saying them out loud. I can I can see all that. Uh, and yeah. in, in, in your character is quite quite an easy one. So so yeah. So it's, it's not matches itself. It's more the, the overall kind of not even overall show, but like just that era, I suppose that that would be. Yeah, it, well, so. yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, like I'll go back and watch older matches as well. But part of it is I never want to kind of like model myself too much after one wrestler because I don't want to be that wrestler. I still very much want to be me. And I always worry that if I watch too much of one person, I'll start imitating everything they do. And there's already that person out there. 
you know, there's already Kenny Omega, there's already um, Johnny Gargano, you know, I don't need to be them, they're there. I need to be me and make that work. Yeah, so you don't want to be the next, you want to be the first. Exactly yeah, on. exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, all, all makes sense when you're saying it, so that's, that's, that's fine. So, what, do you have any goals then? Uh, what, what's, what's your plans for the future? Once, of course, once shows start up again, um, I know that you've, you've had a couple of shows, a couple of matches at Fair City Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you want to expand on? Is there anywhere you want to be or go in the next, I don't know, say, when the shows start, 12 months from yeah. that point? Okay, well, I mean, kind of building what I'd planned to do this year, but obviously that got kicked out the window. Um, I, I basically planned to stretch kind of where I was training and going to different places and ensuring I was hitting up more seminars than I'd done before and really kind of just get out there. Um, there wasn't any kind of specific places, but like as, as far as, as Fair City Wrestling goes, that's somewhere I'm, I'm you know, happy, more than happy to continue wrestling for and somewhere I plan to continue wrestling for. Um, and hopefully somewhere down the line I'll win one of their beautiful titles. Um, but only time will tell on that one. Um, as far as wrestling other places, I mean, there's not really anywhere I don't want to wrestle. Um, obviously some of that's changed, but more like some places that I know I definitely want to go to and experience is um, Reckless Intent. It's always just been here, you know, always about fluttering about the back. Um, and, and so so is uh, Discovery Wrestling as well. Um, I mean, they're kind of like the two ones that kind of stick at the back of my head if I'm thinking about places. Um, part of that might be because, you know, I've got friends who already wrestle on Reckless. Um, like, uh, Stephen Miles, Grum and uh, Alex Webb. And they all look like they're just getting better. Um, and I want to get down there and, and see what it's like. Plus, you know, with the new coaching team they've got in place that they did recently, it looks like it'd be a good place to go to, to train as well. So I'm quite interested in that. I'd love to get back and wrestle for, for W3L as well. Um, they've got a really good pool of, of talent that they have and that they kind of come from all over as well. And I think that'd be a really good place to get out and really kind of make my mark against. Um, and Discovery, again, um, probably one of the most uh, well-known perhaps or um, extravagant or... or I don't know which way you want to put it, but you know, you get international talent. I don't know how you want to say it. I don't want to offend anyone else, but you definitely, you no know, big fish type of thing. Yeah, de- definitely for my money, I would say Discovery Wrestling is going to be, it's, it's going to be the biggest uh, company. Definitely one of them in, in the country when, when the shows start up again. They seem to have a good uh, setup going and they always seem to be uh, pleasing fans. Every show, I've never heard a bad, bad thing about them, which is fantastic. Um, speaking of reckless intent, either coaching team, is uh, Dickie Divers, I know it's Dickie Divers and I think Aston Faith's on the team as well. And yeah. that's two guys that I think would definitely help with, with getting, I mean, I know Aston's got this kind of, well, he used to have the hippie horror kind of thing, he used to be the, yeah. the hippie guy and he's, he's kind of moved into a more subtle thing. And I think mm-hmm. that that's definitely something that's um, worth exploring. But yeah, I, I absolutely could see you. See you. Um, I mean, I know, I know that you're, I enjoy enjoy your work already, but mm. I could see it going to a new height with with guys like that behind you. That that was definitely worth worth exploring. I mean, that's one thing that that, that everyone who I, I've spoken to quite a few different people with a lot more experience than me, uh, such as Aspen. Like uh, we wrestled at Fair City, and yeah, he, keeping up with someone who's in tal- as talented as he is um, was a challenge, but I enjoyed it. 
Um, and again, he's got a very different process than, than what I was used to. I really felt like I learned from that just in the match and I've tried to take that forward. Um, so I, I just think being there would be a good place, you know. Um, again, like I say, there's a lot of places that you could go and, and, and train and um, certainly where I want to be. Um, and if I'm just being honest, I just want to be everywhere. That's kind of the end of it. You know, I want to be uh, up from up to WrestleZone, uh, down to Discovery, you know, and then maybe that'll be the, the goal for the next year. And then, depending on how that goes, start hitting up England, Ireland, you know, just see where it goes and, and just take it as far as I can. Absolutely. Um, I think that's, that's, we spoke for about 20, 25 minutes or something like that. I think that's a good way to kind of start wrapping it up. So, um, we'll, we'll plug your socials. You, you did get a cheeky plug of your Facebook earlier, uh, but where else can people find you? Can, can, where else can people find the Man of Glam, Zach Leon? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Zach Leon 11. And I'll be honest, I can't remember my own full name thing, but look up Zach Leon, you'll see me on there. It's Zach underscore 11 or something. Zach Leon 11. Problem is, I'll, I did these making them in a hurry. Yeah. I'll tag you in it, don't worry. Um, yeah, that'll be the easiest thing to do. Probably, yeah, people will find mistake. it from there. That's cool. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining us in this second episode. I think, again, we've avoided swearing. I'm very happy about that. Um, there's no editing. So uh, I'm just going to uh, stop recording shortly. But yeah, again, thank you for joining us uh, for, for this little chat. No worries. I enjoyed it. And, and thanks for having me on. Right. Awkward bit where I have to hit. So.